City Life Lansing podcast. You are loved, you belong, and you have a unique purpose from God. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. Here's today's message. What up, everybody? What's up? Who is that, Devin? What's up, Devin? You're on this, you, you were just on TV. You teleported. All righty. Well, what's up, everyone? Are we having a good time so far? Are you, you could be honest. You could be honest. Are you having a good time so far? Okay, that's all I like to hear. Well, in case uh, you didn't hear, you don't know, my name is Modesto, and I have the privilege of being the kids minister here at City Life. Um, it's been over a little over a year now, a year and I don't know how many months, I'm bad at math, but I uh, got announced end of September last year, or end of June, sorry, end of June last year. We're in, no, we're not in September yet. But, uh, but yeah, I'm just very thankful that I get to, to do this, and um, it's truly an honor. So, um, But when you guys walked in, you should have gotten an animal uh, kid's mask. Um, you can go ahead and put those on for me if you haven't already. I'm going to put mine on too. And if you didn't get one, I'm very sorry. I th- I... There's, there's some that you can grab on your way out. All right. Like, fully put it on, though. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. How do you feel putting this on? Do you feel good? Do you feel like you can accomplish anything? Because I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I can take on anything right now. I got a bat, too, so I feel like I'm Batman. Like, like I'm Batman. You know, like, I kind of feel like that a little bit. Um, but the reason why we have these on is because we're going to go over four points today. And you kind of helped me say it in the beginning of service today. But these four points, which we'll have on the screen right in, right in just a second, is, is this right here. I am loved. Say, I am loved. I belong. I have purpose. And I am the? The future. Except this last one is simply this. We are the future. And we're going to be diving through all of this. So, we're going to play a game. All you guys are going to play a game. I cannot see you guys, so I'm going to have to put mine up. But, um... (laughs) But we're going to play a game. So I need Allison to come back out here and, and help me out with this game. But we're going to have two, two big uh, beach balls. And you're going to have that side. That, this side, you guys are amazing. But I have to give Allison a side. So unfortunately, I have to take this side. But, yo, this side, we about to dominate. You know what I'm saying? Are we going to dominate that side? We going to win? All right, all right, I'm, a, I'm getting a little excited. I got I to gotta slow down. So here's how this is going to work. Allison, can you? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you want to get your side ready? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, go ahead. Do, do your thing then. All right, guys. Make some noise if we're going to win. Eh, eh. Yeah. This side. Are we ready or what? Okay. All right. It, we're get, You know, uh, some of us, we're working on not straining our voice, so that's why we didn't sound as loud. But we're just more excited, or just as, even more excited than you guys. Just to, just to be clear. So can you explain our game for us, uh, Allison? 
Yes, so the way that this is gonna work, we have some pretty big beach balls, as you can see, and we have some spots designated on the floor in front of the stage. So we have Jessica over here on my team that's gonna win. And Hi, Jessica. <laughs> she's gonna take the ball and she is gonna pass it right here and it's gonna go all the way to the back and it needs to make it all the way back up front. She's gonna run down here, pass it all the way to the back, all the way back up, all the way down right into the middle right here and then you're gonna go all the way back. And whichever team makes it this way and back first, wins. Oh, so you're saying, so just to, just to make sure my side got what you were saying. So you're saying that Ashley, everybody say hi, Ashley. Ashley's going to start right here. And the ball's going to go all the way to the back, right, straight back, and then all the way back here to the front. Then she's going to move over to this next X. It's going to go all the way to the back, and then all the way back to the front. And then it's going to keep going, and whoever gets to this last X first wins. They have to go so all the way back. Oh, they have to go all the way back, too. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. So when they, once they make it all the way back to their side, we'll win, is what you're saying. No, no, no. My no. team's going to win. My team's going to win. I don't know. I don't, I don't know about that. I, I think, are, you, are we going to win over here? Are we, is my, is are we going to win? No. Are we going to win over here? We're going to win. We're going to win. Yeah. I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win. Main floor? Yes. Yep. Just like that. All right. Are we ready? Are we I think we're ready. We are not yeah, going. So my, my friends that are sitting above that uh, area, you're, you're more than welcome to come down here and join us. Uh, Tracy, I see you over there, Tracy. Shout out to Tracy. That man, that man. I'm trying to get muscles like Tracy. Oh, we're standing up. Everybody stand up. Oh, yeah. Stand up. We can stand up. We got to have. Now, right side, are we ready to win? All right, my side, make some noise if we're going to win. Oh, guys, come on. We could do better. We could do better. All right. Here we go. Ready? Three, Three two, two, one, go. go. Whoa, she launched that boy. Oh, 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 my goodness. Oh, all the way back. Oh, oh, he's a principal. Let's go, let's go. They're catching up. Go, 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 Come go, on. go. All the way to the back, all the way to the back. All the way to the back, all the way to the back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's get go. it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Ah. Chaotic. That's we okay, Karen. I saw that. She plays volleyball. Let's go. Yes. Sorry, Anthony. I'm moving your camera here a little bit. Ah! Go. No. Uh oh. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Um. All right, to be fair, Allison, to, to be fair, uh, yeah, you guys won, you guys won, you guys won. Ain't nothing I can say to that. You guys won fair and square. But give it up for both sides, because you both did just as awesome, just as good. That was pretty dope. Man. 
if you wear it on your forehead, it gets all sweaty. And you would think that it would absorb the sweat, but nope, it doesn't. In case you guys are wondering, I might be the only one getting sweaty in here, but uh. nope. Oh, somebody said, uh-uh, uh-uh. Well, our first point today, first of all, was that fun? That, that, was, getting, that was a little crazy. I had to hold the camera because I, I saw everybody in the back. They were like, Psh! trying to hit it back to the front. The people in the front were hitting it to the back. Psh! I was like, okay, we're supposed to pass it. This isn't volleyball. But I'm just playing. You guys did so, so good. That was, that was really fun watching that. I think one of the kids tried to kick it. I was like, dude, what? The ball's bigger than you. All right. So this first point is, I am loved. Say, I am loved. And when we say, I am loved, we're saying that I am loved by God, and that Jesus died on the cross, was buried, and rose. Can we do that together? Do the movements with me, because we're going to do a lot of movements today to help us remember some things. So go like this. So put your arms out. Say, Jesus died on the cross. He was buried. And he rose. You guys catch on so quick. This is awesome. Now, Jesus rose and he's alive today, right? And he paid a price that we can never pay. Simply for the fact, like he did that simply for the fact that he loves us. Like he loves us that much. That's pretty deep. Now, during my internship here at City Life, we went through four different quarters. And that was B do, own, and dream. And during the B quarter, it focuses a lot on identity and becoming who God says you are. And that quarter, if I'm honest with you guys, was the hardest one for me. Yeah, the first one, you would think the last one would be, but the first one was the hardest one for me. And that was because it revealed a lot of pain and hurt that I had in my heart. That if I couldn't allow myself to heal and learn to love myself, then it would be really hard to receive it. You get what I'm saying? I had to expose the lies that I was believing about myself in order to truly recognize the truth. That I am loved, that Jesus loves me, and that I am loved by others. Point two, I belong. Who I am is whose I am. We've said that here before a few times, and that has changed my life. Who I am is whose I am. And that means that I'm a part of God's family. When we say I belong, it means that we're a part of a community, that you're part of God's family and community, and that we both are. I am, you are. So when you say that, know that that means that you belong to God. Now, I lived... I'm only 25, but <laughs> I've lived the majority of my life alone. And there were some key people in my life that I'm very thankful that literally have, have stuck out with me through it all and can count them all on my hand. <laughs> but my father, he passed away when I was 14 and he was sick my whole life, so he can only be there as much as he could. And I've always had people in and out of my life. And so I felt like I started to believe this lie that I was waiting for the next person to leave. That 
it was just something that was always going to happen, that eventually someone's going to leave. And so I started to believe that I, I deserved to be alone. And I became so used to being alone that I believed it, it, it was all I had, that this is my purpose, was to be alone. And that may sound like kind of crazy and stuff, but it all started because I didn't, I didn't love myself. And because I didn't believe that I was loved, I couldn't truly belong. But I have purpose. Point three. Hear me today when I say that there's purpose in your pain. There is purpose in your pain. This is something that God told me when my mom passed away at the beginning of this year. And I started to feel like I was becoming so familiar with pain. I'll keep it, you know, PG because we got some kids in the room. But uh, I've lost a lot of friends of mine to so many different things. And um, my bad, Rashawn. He told me to hold the mic properly and I didn't listen. So sorry, guys. <laughs> but no, I'll just decide. Um, I became very familiar with pain. Like after losing a lot of my friends, losing my dad and my mom, it felt like it was familiar, you know? Like when my mom passed away, it was definitely by surprise, but it was like, oh, I feel like I've been here before. And I remember during that time that I started to believe some more lies again, believe that am I truly loved, do I truly belong, you know? feeling lonely. I'm sure we all have battled those things. But something God told me was, it'll hurt a lot more if you give up now. It will hurt a lot more if you give up now. So I don't have an answer for why we have pain. I know that we live in a sinful world and it's filled with it. But when God hit me with that, I knew that he takes our ashes and turns it into beauty. And that there's purpose in my pain, my story, and my life. And that my purpose is to be someone for the next generation that I wish that I had for myself. We are the future. There's a child in all of us that we need to tap a little bit more into. So reading out of Matthew 18... Starting at verse 1, at the time the disciples came to Jesus and asked, so who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called the small child and had him stand among them. Truly I tell you, he said, unless you turn and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child, this one is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one child like this in my name welcomes me. He was speaking of the kingdom in its inward reality that in order to be a genuine believer, we must abandon thoughts of personal greatness and take the position of a child. This begins when we acknowledge our sin and we receive Jesus as our only hope. But there's something that about kids that we just, I think we just need to take a hold of. You know, like when was the last time you had a good laugh? 
Like, for real. Like, when was the last time you were laughing so hard, you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm about to pee myself. And then you accidentally, like, peed a little bit. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I just peed myself. Like, because you're laughing so hard. Like, for real. Like, when was the last time you had a good laugh? Like, and you laughed at something dumb. So, I'm going to be very honest with you guys, okay? Very, very serious moment, okay? Are you ready for this? There's things that kids find funny that I will always find funny. Okay, and I'm unapologetic about it. Farts. Dude, I think farts are one of the most funniest things ever. Because, like, especially when it's unexpected. So, real quick, like, I used to be, uh, when I was in high school, right, and even in middle school, um, during times when we would take tests and, like, kids would get up to, like, sharpen their pencil or turn in their test or something, like, they'd be walking by, it'd be, like, super quiet, right? They'd walk by, and I'd just go, huh? Right? And then, like... And it'd be like, dang, bro, you farted on me, dog. You're crazy. Like, you know, and I just, I just thought it was so funny. Now, <laughs> I'm a kid's pastor. I can talk about farts. It's okay. Um, so there was this one time, though, I was hanging out with two of my nephews. They're, they're four and two. And we were reading some books, right? And the two-year-old, he drops his toy, and he's sitting in my lap. And when he went to bend down to pick up the toy, he's two, Okay. This man farted like a grown man. This kid, bro, I, I'm telling you, it was like beans, asparagus, and like, it was rancid, okay? And then my other nephew's laughing so hard that he farts because he's laughing so hard. So I'm just getting blasted. And then I started laughing so hard that I farted too. I was like, all right, this is getting out of hand. We got we to gotta leave this room. It's contaminated. We're out of here. Like, it got really bad. It was crazy. Some of you probably farted right now. Be honest. It's okay. Blame it on the person next to you. It's okay. I'm just playing. Don't blame it on them. Be, you know, own your farts. You know, that's what this message is really about. I came here to talk to you guys. We need to own our farts. All right? No, I'm just playing. Some of you, nah. Okay. Nah, but all jokes aside, kids know how to have fun even in the midst of their pain. And their faith, it's radical. I remember being a kid and believing that you can do anything, right? Like, if you believed you could be the president or be an astronaut or a lawyer or go to Mars, Elon Musk, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, you could do anything simply by believing you could. And we need to posture ourselves as kids and believe that God can do anything, we may not agree with God's decisions at times, like when we're, you know, when we were little and we used to be like, no, I could stay up late and eat ice cream and candy and soda, you know, and, and be like, oh, no, it's okay. My stomach's not going to hurt. And then you're like, oh, my stomach, ah, you know, and then you're like, oh, man, but it was worth it. Then, you know, if you're like lactose intolerant like me and you still eat ice cream and pizza and it's just, it just tastes too good, you know? Then you pay for it, and your mom's like, I told you. I don't know why you did it. I'm like, but mom, it was worth it. <laughs> Get the Pepto. You don't need to be a parent in order to impact the next generation. You don't need to be a parent in order to make a generational impact either. Jesus wasn't a parent, and yet he believes that the kids are the future. Re That's what I'm talking about. We are. Let's go. Okay. 
sounded like Victoria, but, you know, I'm just kidding, Victoria. What's up? Um, so reading in Matthew 19, starting at verse 13, then the little children were brought to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray. But the disciples rebuked them. Jesus said, leave the little children alone and don't try to keep them from coming to me because the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. If I'm honest, the disciples kind of give me secondhand embarrassment sometimes. Because, <laughs> like, they're, like, trying to rebuke these kids and Jesus is, like, he's probably, like, so patient with them. He's like, yo, yo, yo. They're like, yo, get the kids out of here. We got to go. What, what's happening? They're like, yo, leave the little children alone. And they're like, ah, my bad, G-O-D. <laughs> That's on me. Right? I just feel, like, secondhand embarrassment sometimes from them. But let's be honest, sometimes we can be like that too, right? And we can tend to forget who we are, like, when we're trying to pass the baton to the next generation, right? Like, we can get caught up in instead of handing it to them because we're too busy looking back that we drop it. Or it's not a good handoff. Or we're, like, completely in a different other lane or we're just like, ah, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can get caught up in that. But our past is a mere reflection of our present, but our present determines our future. How we want our future to, to look depends on how we raise these kids. You may not think it's you, but baby, it takes a village. So that person that we become, who we want ourselves to be, who we want these kids to be, is a reflection of the person that we are watching. And the same goes for them. What example are they setting? What do we want them to be like? How do we want to set them up to lead the next generation after them? And it's hard. It's a lot. But they're watching regardless. They're watching everything you say, everything you do. You know, I remember, um, I remember one of my nieces, uh, she hadn't learned her first words just yet. And... Um, she unfortunately learned her first word for me. And uh, at this time, I was, you know, I, I can't remember what I was frustrated about, but um, I said the word C-R-A-P. Yeah, I said crap. And uh, isn't that funny? Sometimes we spell things out, and we think that kids can't spell, and then they're like, I know what you said. I can read. I can spell. I'm like, my bad, dude. I thought you were like two still. Um. Uh, but yeah, she caught on to what I was saying, and I had no idea that she could, like, that she could even talk yet. I was like, oh, dang, like, I didn't even know you were listening. I had no idea, but kids are always watching. You know, we, we sometimes are like, yo, like, why are kids like this? Why are kids doing this? But in reality, like, they got it from somewhere. So why not be the example that we can set for them? So speaking of, on this screen here, you will see a QR code to join the kids team. Now, if you feel it on your heart to make an impact, and, and here's the thing, like, there's so many different areas that you can serve in, so many different roles, um, but it does take a village. 
And it's an honor and a privilege that we get to have to be able to invest in these kids every single week, instilling truths about them that they are loved, that they belong, they have purpose, and they are the future. Because it starts with them. So if you're interested in joining the kids team, you can scan this QR code or you can go to citylifelancing.com slash kids. But what we get to do is, is truly amazing. And if you're on the dream team here, you probably got an email from Devin. Shout out to Devin. You know, guy with the braids. His braids be looking fire. When I had braids, yeah, I had, I had long braids too, Devin. It's not just you, geez. Uh, they were not as fire. I mean, I was like, dang, this dude getting patterns in his head. He's got like Tetris on his head now. I'm like, dang, bro, that's pretty tight. But no, Devin's over our schools and we get the privilege to be in the schools as well and make an impact there. And so um, he'll be sending out another email within the next couple weeks. And so if you haven't seen it, I'm sure you'll see it then. But, yo, if you have time, like, get to know some of these kids during lunch. You know what I'm saying? Like, mentoring, like, and it's cool because we, a lot of times we think that, oh, like, we're, we're reaching these kids, we're reaching these kids. And that is very true. But let me tell you, they're reaching us. So Ryan is going to come out here, and he is going to lead us in our giving. And I'll see you guys in a bit. All right. What an amazing Sunday to be here. I gotta be honest, I woke up this morning and I knew what was going on. I had to get my daughter ready so she can come and help and greet at the door and everything. So a little bit of a stressful morning, but I'm so glad that we get to be a part of a church that does exciting and fun things like this because I woke up and I was like, you know, after I have my cup of coffee, I feel a little bit better, be more awake, and I definitely wasn't, so shout out to caffeine, I guess. Uh, but getting here and seeing all the excitement and seeing all the, the light-colored shirts and all the music and everything woke me right up, so... That's just a good indication and just a good message for all of us that we as the body, we definitely need each other because I definitely was not feeling it this morning. I was not in the Kid City groove this morning, but getting here and just feeding off the energy and being a part of this thing that's bigger than myself really, really helped me kind of get my hopes up. So that's, that's awesome. So shout out to yourselves for being amazing. So have a few announcements. Uh, connect card. Uh, when you come in today, you should have got a card. It's a little connect card. It says connect. It has a bunch of spaces you can fill some stuff out on. If it's your first time here, fill that, fill that out, and you can give it to the Connect Center right outside the hallway. Or if you're online, there should be a link like down in the comments that you can fill that out with. Uh, that's just our way to get to know more about you and know more about us. If it's your first time and you really aren't too sure about what City Life's about or you want to learn more or even sign up and get connected, you can do that through this card. You can sign up to be on the Dream Team, Baptism, Child Dedication, all the good stuff. That's like your one key gateway to everything here at City Life. So speaking of being a part of the team, Get Connected is actually going to be happening here on August 28th. So that is a time for us to get together, tell you about City Life and what the mission here is. That way, if you're interested and want to be a part of the Dream Team and help with either the tech team, the teardown groups, or any, any part of City Life, that's what we call our, our family membership here, you can come on August 28th as a special bonus for that. They do have childcare and free food available for that. So show up, grab yourself something to eat, have your kids, you know, Take a little bit extra breather on a Sunday and come and uh, hear more about City Life and find out where you can get connected because we definitely need your time and your talents and we want to make sure that you can be a part of something bigger than yourself. Also, one more really exciting announcement is that, you know, Love the City. Love the City Week is coming up on September 5th through the 12th, or for, through the 11th. 
So if you've been a part of this, you already know the deal. So definitely sign up, re-up, come up again, help out. If you haven't so far and you want to get a cool shirt or you want to come up and be a part of the week here, it is September 5th through 11th. They have Monday at noon, Tuesday and Friday at 8 a.m., noon, 6 p.m. So if you're a person like me who works all day and you're like, man, I want to be involved, but I'm busy in the mornings, there's a 6 p.m. event for that for all the folks who are, are, are living that kind of life. Saturday, 8 a.m. and noon, and Sunday party after the 11.30 service. So definitely, if you have not done this before, do this this year. Do it this year. Be a part of something bigger than yourself. Get involved and, and just get out into the community. We always say we love the city, but this is our chance to really go out and, and do that in the city. All right, so now we're going to transition over to a time of giving, which is very convenient because this stuff costs money, to be super honest. It's not for free. It doesn't just show up out of nowhere. Uh, one thing that Modesta talked about is that you don't have to have children to impact the next generation. And one thing I think that is so amazing with giving, because, you know, we all have full lives. We have jobs. We have kids. We have other commitments. So sometimes when we have things going on, you can't be there. But the beautiful thing about giving is that you get to tell your money what to do for a while instead of the other way around. And you can say, hey, dollars, go do this for me or go do this. Make this possible for someone else. Make sure that we can give and that someone else's life can be enriched and they can hear the gospel because of our giving. There's a verse I want to share. It's a very simple verse. It's in Luke 6. It's, it's verse uh, 38. So, you know, all you Bible scholars here, as you pick up your Bibles when you go home or if you're in the app, you'll see these, these letters are in red. So that means that this is, this is right from the mouth of the Lord himself. He says, give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more. Running over and poured into your lap, the amount you give will determine the amount you get back. So if you're a person who's living a life of like, man, I just want more, I want to be able to give more. Uh, I don't know if you guys are online and seeing social media. I really enjoy seeing those videos of these people going out and just giving money to random people, and they're so blessed by it and seeing their expression. I get to live that philanthropist life through them. And a lot of times when we go to the comments, we see people say, man, I wish I was rich so I could do that too. And the problem with that is that you always think that someday you'll get there. But I think right now, one thing we say at City Life is that you should do for one what you wish you could do for all. So even if right now your giving amount is small, that's okay. It's more about the, the condition of your heart and the way that you give instead of the dollar amount you give there too. So trust God, test him in this, make sure that you're uh, letting God show up and be God. And he says that whatever you give shall return to you, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more. And that way, in two years, and four years, and six years, you'll be able to be that person that gives that for someone else. So, all right, so we're going to go ahead and pray and uh, just bless the offering here. So, Father, we thank you so much for your goodness and your grace, Lord. Father, I thank you that you give us strength each day. And, Lord, that we can rely on each other and that you just build us up through the words that were spoken. And, Father, we know the Love the City Week is coming up, so help us be that handout for someone, that hand up for someone. Lord, we, we agree and we believe that people are not projects, that we're going out to love your, your people, your children, those that are lost, those that know you and have gone away. So, Father, we just thank you and we, we ask that you give us hearts of givers and make us, give us grace to give. And, Father, make us more like yourself every single day. And we just thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, the ice cream truck's outside. We gotta go, we gotta go. I don't got any money. No, 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 it's free, it's free. It's not free. No, it's like a city, it's free. When we roll up, all the little kids start running and they show up, cause they know the ice cream's coming and we turn up. Whole place starts jumping. You belong, let us sit in. Ice cream's coming, ice cream's coming. Ice cream's coming, ice cream's coming. 
little kids start running and they show up Cause they know the ice cream's coming and we turn up Whole place starts jumping You belong, let us sit in I'm lactose intolerant, but I love ice cream. Cookie dough. Where are my cookie dough fans at? Yeah. Yeah, we dominate. I'm just playing. Um, I'll be reading the rest off of my phone. Listen, guys. It is what it is, okay? 2022. We read off of phones now. Um, this is awesome, what we get to do. Like, this is something that I believe... I want to give the re like the rest of my life to is impacting the next generation, and it's dope because we we get stuff in return. Like we get to learn from these kids. Like when you have these conversations, you can get some radical, radical faith that you can borrow from these kids. This past Father's Day, um, you know, I've had a handful of Father's Days and. Uh, kind of, you know, started getting used to it and know, like, okay, I'm going to get sad. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough, right? But this past one, it was just really hard. Just really, really hard. Like, harder than most. And uh, there was this uh, little girl in Kid City. She, uh, <laughs> she made me a card at home that said, Happy Father's Day. And she had no idea that, like, I don't have my dad in my life, right? And it was really cool. She colored it up, put a butterfly on it, and said, you're an amazing dad. And she had no idea, no idea what I was feeling. And then another kid comes in with a card that he made at home. And on the card he put, I couldn't bring real pancakes, so I drew you some. And he said, happy Father's Day, too. And then another kid, and another kid, and one more after that. And little did I know, in that moment when I felt alone, in that moment when I was like, God, this is hard. And I know there's kids that are probably feeling the same thing. He used the kids that we get to reach to reach me to show me that I'm seen, that I'm loved. It changes my life. Every time I get to be back there with these kids, no matter what room I'm in, from the babies to big kids to our Kid City Connections, it always impacts my life every single time. So I don't know what you're feeling today. You know, maybe the subject about kids is hard 
there's some of you in here that maybe aren't able to have kids or have lost a child. You feel alone, you feel hurt. You're carrying all this weight. Walk away today knowing that you are loved, that you belong, that you have purpose, and you are the future. So we're going to sing this song, and we're going to have the kids join us back on stage. And this song is called Who You Are. It's the first song we did today. And it's all about wanting to know who God is. That even in these times of hurt and trouble and pain, that we want to know more and more of who God is. But remember, there's purpose in your pain. Hi, Mom. Oh, aren't they adorable? This is awesome. These kids are amazing. So as we sing this song, I pray you get filled with joy. I pray that as you cry out and say, God, I want to know who you are. I want to know more of who you are. That you believe it in your heart and that there's a smile there too. So let's get it.
to see you next week, 10 a.m. and 11.30. All races, all faces, all ages, you belong here. We're going to keep loving the city one life at a time. And we won't stop until he makes all things new. Have the best Sunday of your lives, y'all.